when you want an opportunity to hear from people all over the sports world. There's only one voice to trust to bring those stories to you. Here now with a special guest is Dan Tortora. On the line with Alec Lemon of Syracuse, the, an alum now, no longer with the team who just started spring practice. He is looking ahead instead to the NFL and his hopes of achieving a dream that he's had for a while. We bring him back onto the show, Alec. How you- I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing very well and happy to have you back here. I know the last time you and I spoke was at Pro Day, and, and let's just look back to that day. What did you like about your play? What didn't you like? Let, let's go back and relive that moment and, and tell me what your thoughts overall have been from Pro Day after having some time to look back on it. Um, For me, I feel like Pro Day was a, a success. You know, I feel like everything I wanted to do, you know, I did. You know, I wanted to jump a higher vertical. You know, I, I improved it from the combine. Um, I wanted to jump a better broad jump. I improved that from the combine as well. Um, I ran great routes. Um, you know, the only, the only thing that I, you know, I was, wasn't happy about is, you know, I didn't get to those two deep balls that, you know, just on my fingertips that I didn't pull in. But besides that, you know, I feel like I did what, what I wanted to prove to everyone, you know, the type of player I was. And, uh, you know, I ran great routes, like I said, and everything that I wanted to do went up. And looking back at that day, you know, talking with Ryan Nassib, he had made this statement when he came out and spoke with the media on Pro Day that, that he had made all of his throws, that he had gone out there and taken, you know, 70-plus reps. How many of those reps were you a part of? I mean, I know that Marcus Sales was also out there too and David Stevens, but how, how involved were you with the majority of the reps that came from Alec? Or, pardon me, they came from Ryan. Um, it was actually pretty even. Um, I know, you know, Ryan Day did about 75. You know, everyone got close to 20. I had a couple extra ones. Um, not too many, probably like four or five extra reps than everyone actually did. But it was pretty much evenly spaced out. And as far as some of those deep balls that you said, you know, you wish you had gotten to a couple of them that you didn't get to, what was it, you know? Was it, you know, reading something wrong? Was it speed? Was it, you know, what, what do you think it was ultimately? Uh, ultimately, um, you know, it could it could have been speed. Um, you know, maybe Ryan, you know, felt juiced up because all, you know, all the scouts were there, everyone was watching, so maybe put a little oomph into it. But uh, you know, it maybe you know I caught, you know, didn't see it in the lights as well. You know, it could have been so many different things. It's just you know the fact that it, you know I didn't catch it. And you know, after the fact, with all the teams that were there. Was there any conversation about that, or, or did they look at your overall play and, and ultimately were happy with that? Yeah, they didn't even mention, mention those. You know, they talked about, like you said, my overall play. You know, you know, asked me questions about you know our our offense. You know, how how similar it was to their team that I spoke to. You know, how if it would be easy for me to make that transition from my team to their team. You know, with the concepts and all that stuff. So I feel like you know they. You know, maybe, you know, my high high expectations, you know, I didn't catch those two balls, so I was mad, but, you know, I didn't think that those teams saw that as a problem. And, you know, Ryan had said the fact that, you know, he, he didn't think all of his passes were great passes, but he said that the receivers bailed him out. And just go into that in pro day, you know, were there any passes that stuck out to you that, that hearing him say that, knowing that he said that, you're like, yeah, you know what? This one was a little bit wide, and I leapt out and I grabbed it. 
Um, I know there was a couple times during when we were practicing that, you know, that might have been the situation, you know, or maybe we were a step behind and Ryan still put it on us. But I feel like all the passes that were towards me were, you know, they were great balls and they were all catchable and you know, they were in the vicinity of me. So I didn't think, you know, it looked any out of the ordinary of what Ryan was saying that day. You know, we bailed him out. You know, we all we all made each other look good out there. And when you talk about making each other look good out there, how many teams were involved there? I mean, I know that there were a few like the Washington Redskins that had to change their flight. But, you know, overall, were there representatives from the majority of the teams out there for Pro Day that you know of? Yeah, um, from the list that I can remember, I want to say it might have been like 26 or 27 teams out of the 32. And when you look back on that opportunity at Pro Day, I mean, you had your opportunity at the Combine that not – every one of the guys had that was there for Syracuse Pro Day. When you, when you look between the two and the opportunities you had from the Combine, do you feel like you got to speak with more teams at Pro Day, maybe get yourself out there a little bit more? Um, kind of, you know, um, at Pro Day I got a lot more time to, you know, speak to the teams, you know, meeting with them, you know, you know three times from the Senior Bowl to the Combine to the Pro Day, you know, it was pretty good, you know, from scouts that were uh, – scouting in our region knew more about us which was good um you know but at the combine in the senior bowl i feel like you know there are more there are more people there because there's such a you know big game or a big you know event going on that you know all the head coaches were there all the position coaches and you know gms and owners but you know pro day you got another chance to talk to you know teams that you already talked to but talk to them more in depth which is just a lot better and when you got that chance to talk to the teams, you know, I know for, for team's sake and, you know, protection of, of their plan for the upcoming April draft, you know, we can't speak on certain teams. But I, I will ask you this. Did you have an opportunity to talk with teams at Pro Day that you had previously spoken with, either from the Senior Bowl or from the Combine? Yeah, you know, I met. Uh, actually got to meet with a team before the Pro Day, you know have a chance to talk to them, you know, one-on-one, you know, a team I met with at the senior bowl as well. Um, you know, afterwards, talk to a team that I, you know, I n- never, that I talked to during the combine, but never really had a long conversation with. But after the pro day, I got a chance to talk to them for a while. And, you know, there was another scout as well, you know, just like I said earlier that, you know, trying to dissect, you know, the concepts and how easy it would be for me to, you know, to come from my my college team to the NFL team, you know, how to making that transition. And what was some of the feedback that, you know, these teams that spoke with you gave you after Pro Day, you know, the most recent workout that you've done where you said you, you've improved yourself, especially in your, you know, your vertical jump and also some of the other things that you've done. What was some of the feedback from the teams that you got a chance to speak with? Um, you know, just the fact that they, they know that I could play ball, you know, I might not wow them with my, my combine results, but, uh, you know, they know that I could go out there and play, play ball, you know, whether it's going across the middle, taking a hit, you know, catching the ball and, you know, getting hit pretty hard, but getting right back up. And, you know, the fact that the, the, the type of playbook that I was in was very similar to a lot of teams in the NFL. So it make, you know, it'll make an easier transition for me. You know, maybe a couple of the concepts were the same. So, you know, it helps me out a lot when it's the system and the coaches that I had to making that transition to the next level. 
And when you've had a chance to talk to these teams, you know, and you talk about the playbook, let's go there first. The style of Syracuse, you know, what is it about that playbook that's so similar to the teams that you've had an opportunity to talk to? Um, well, the fact that, you know, Coach Marone coming from the Saints and, you know, Coach Hackett coming from the Bills, you know, with a West Coast style offense that, you know, most teams, that most teams use now in the, in the NFL, um, you know, the fact that they, you know, some teams use concepts, you know, with a, using a different concept on each side. So really learning, you know, learning the concepts, you know, whether knowing the reads that they're, that the quarterbacks are going to take, whether it's like one, two to three or, you know, just a, a one read, but you know, like like they said, you know, it's, it's very similar, and uh, hopefully, it'll be helpful for me in that transition. And when you look at playing in the NFL, how much does it help you the fact that not just the playbook, but the style of offense that Syracuse ran, the fact that you were going into a huddle and and figuring out a play and taking time off the clock and then you know in your final season you have this up-tempo offense this no huddle offense that's that's meant to get the defense you know not prepared get them winded get them fatigued and just keep going after them when you've been able to utilize different styles of offense as far as speed of play how much does that help you out you know it helps out a lot you know a lot of teams you know they every team huddles up but they also have a no huddle package you know, this past year, that's what we ran pretty much a no huddle package. And my first, my first, my first two years with the, the coach Hackett, we, you know, we did the no, we did the huddle. So, you know, I'm capable of going into the huddle and receiving a play and the breaking from there. And also, you know, per, perfecting the, the no huddle like we did this past season, you know, helps me a lot, you know, having, having known how to do both, both type of offenses, you know, it'll go a long way. And Alec, let's talk about Coach Hicks, you know, William Hicks over at Syracuse and, and what he's meant to you because, I mean, this is a guy who's obviously been running, you know, scouting when it comes to pro day, making sure that he has a handle on everything for not only your class but for the classes that came before you. What has Coach Hicks meant to you as far as your preparation for the NFL? You know, a lot. You know, it's the fact that he's taking his time, you know, during, you know, times that he has to work out or – you know, when there's no lifting group, uh, you know, for the team right now that he can take his time to work us out and uh, the other players that are trying to make that transition to the NFL, knowing that he still has that commitment and, you know, and he still respects the people that he's trying to help us to get to where we're trying to achieve, you know, it means a lot. And, you know, he puts us through, you know, great workouts and conditioning that's going to get us ready for the next level. What has he said to you, you know, if he was asked to describe you, what has he said about your game to you when he's had a chance to talk to you and help you? Um, you know, that, you know, I've came a long way. The fact that, you know, I came in as a freshman, you know, just catching passes and falling down and then, you know, elevating my game up to the fact that, you know, making a lot of plays after the catch and, you know, being a tough guy, you know, playing through a couple of injuries, um, actually, actually understanding the, you know, the, the weight room, you know, everyone thinks they're a weight room guy when they get to college, but they, you know, it's, it's, it's a quick, it's a quick, it's a quick turnaround, you know, you learn what the weight room is real, really all about when you get into college, and, you know, he feels like, you know, I adapted well to that, so he feels that, you know, wherever I go, you know, I'll be able to be able to adapt as well. And what is Coach Hicks working on with you the most right now? You know, as far as we're getting close here to the NFL draft, what is he really trying to help you with here and now? 
Um, you know, his his uh, basically philosophy, you know, bench bench heavy, you know, lot deep and clean fast, you know, just stay at the top shape as we can once we go to whatever team we go to because we don't know what team we're going to, so we don't know what we could really work on because we don't know what type of offense we're going to be in. So just being at our top shape, you know, knowing that wherever we go, we'll be ready to do anything and knowing that he helped us, you know, build up to the point that, you know, we get to the NFL. And when you look at what you're doing here with Coach Hicks and working out with him and preparing for the NFL, you've said to me before off the air that, that there's guys that are working with you that are former Syracuse players as well. Let everybody know, you know, who's inside that building working out with Coach Hicks to try and get ready, not just you, but the fact that there's other guys that you obviously spent time with on the field. Oh, yeah, um, you know, Ryan Nassim still is out there. You know, Justin Pugh, Zach Chabane. Marco Thomas, you know, Sariki Diabati, you know, everyone that's still up here, you know, trying to get to the NFL, you know, still working out, and, you know, a couple of older guys that used to play play here, you know, Darrell Smith, Tory Ball, you know, we all come back and, you know, just, you know, share stories, you know, motivate each other, try to get to, you know, where we want to be. And I got to ask you this, looking back on, on the team that you're now an alum of, spring practice opens recently. So the team's back in the dome. They're getting ready for 2013, 2014. They're going into the ACC. Have you taken any time out with some of your old teammates and and spent some time talking with them or helping them out? Um, yeah, you know, I see Charlie Loeb like every day. You know, Jerry West, Jerome Smith. You know, I talk, talk to them almost every day and just you know, not just giving them advice, just you know, just in their simply being there to talk, you know, talk about football, you know, the transition, you know, our, our past experience together and, you know, how they're going to take the, you know, the Syracuse team to the ACC by storm. And looking at this quarterback battle that's that's now officially begun, I mean, there's more guys that are going to be coming in, but as of right now, it's at least Terrell Hunt, John Kinder, Charlie Loeb. You spent a lot of time with Charlie because, you know, you guys were in the same place, you know, rooming together and, and playing up on Madden together and obviously the, the two dominant passers when it came to Madden. What does Charlie do well? You know, what is it about Charlie Loeb that you know, obviously, because you haven't, you know, a lot of people don't get to see him on the field, obviously, outside of a, you know, Ryan Asip's helmet comes off for a play or, you know, he has to go out for a couple plays or the team's leading and, and Charlie Loeb's put in to manage the game. What do you know about Charlie that people haven't seen? Um, you know, he's a leader, but one of the biggest things is his competitiveness. He's a competitor. You know, he wants to win everything, you know, whether it's Madden, um, you know, trying to lift the most, uh, you know, whatever whatever we're doing, he's going to try to win, you know, whether whether he, he knows he's not as good at it as the other person he's going against, but he's going to give it his all, and, you know, no matter what, what what's in front of him, he's going to conquer it, and you know, hopefully come at top, come on top, uh, you know, on top of it. Because I know being with him, uh, it's kind of it's kind of frustrating, like having some type of competition with him because he won't give up until he wins. So it's it's kind of funny. And he's in that competition now, you know, going up against Hunt and Kinder. Like I said, at least for the time being, before the new guys come in. What can you tell me about Hunt and then next about Kinder, two guys who haven't gotten on the field? So, you know, they're, they're some athletic, you know, quarterbacks. It's, it's crazy to see the things that they do. Um, 
you know, I, I actually hosted Kinder when he came in, and, you know, he's a great kid. You know, he, he knows he knows the ins and outs of football, and they, they both know how to play football. And, you know, what what they're the only thing that they're lacking is, you know, the experience. But besides that, I feel like they would tell everything. So it should be an interesting competition when, uh, you know, when the end of spring ball finishes up. So we'll see who wins that battle. And going back to you to finish up here, Alec, you know, when you look at, I mean, do you look at at all any mock drafts or, you know, or does your agent sit you down and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking? I mean, is it just make the NFL do whatever I have to do to get there to prepare myself, or are you paying attention at all to anybody's board? No, I, I don't pay attention to those mock drafts or what people got to say. I mean, I really just worry about the things that I really can control. You know, working out, you know, going out there performing for private workouts, you know, my interviews and everything. So hopefully, if, you know, those go well, the things that I can control, you know, everything will fall in line. And once again, I know you can't talk about the team specifically and, and protecting them, but how have your private workouts gone? Have you felt like you've maybe helped yourself a little bit in some of those workouts? Yeah, I feel like I have. Um, you know, uh, the one that I had, I feel like I did well. Um, you know, the coach wasn't there, but he's, you know, he'll see it that it was being recorded. So, you know, that, that coach for that team will see what I was capable of doing, you know, getting a closer look into me. And, you know, the ones that I got coming up, you know, are being, you know, more hands on, hopefully. So I'll be able to show myself in front of that, the wide receiver coach, just me. But, um, I feel like, you know, I can help myself out a lot with those private workouts and, uh, you know, getting a chance for those other teams to get me, get to know me better. Well, I appreciate it, as always, having you on to the show and everything that you've done out at Syracuse. You know, you set some records, you you made some big things happen, and I know that that's only one step in where you want to go. So, as always, Alec, thank you for coming on. And, of course, I know we'll be talking before the draft again. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me.